Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast. This week, Jeremiah and Bianca Stingle are having a conversation about becoming an effective leader, as well as how to develop others into strong, confident leaders. Within the notes for this episode, you will find a discussion guide so you can listen with your leaders to spark dynamic growth within your team. Are you ready to grow your leadership? Let's join this conversation with Jeremiah and Bianca. Welcome to the Leadership Lab podcast, where we're developing the heart and soul of leaders. My name is Jeremiah. And I'm Bianca. And today we're going to talk about how to be confident. Confidence is one of those things that we need as leaders if we're going to be effective. I remember years ago, there was a time where we were both at the airport and someone walked up and they lacked confidence and I've never forgotten it to this day. And it was this young adult. He came, he was walking up to us and you could tell he was doing some type of survey or something because he had his, he had his clipboard and he walks up to us, but he doesn't get too, he's kind of standoffish a little bit. And then he goes to ask us a question and he goes, If you couldn't hear what I said, it's because you literally couldn't hear what he said. (laughs) And it was like he was practically whispering what he was asking of us. And I remember Jeremiah leaning in super close, like, could you say that again? (laughs) And he's like, can I ask you something real quick? And he like, it just, he just took it up just a hair higher. But he, he just lacked this confidence and he was asking us if he could ask us something and take a survey. And I could ju- you could just see the lack of confidence all over him. It could have been because he was scared. It could have been because it was a brand new job. And, you know, all of us find ourselves in moments where we lack confidence yeah. and all of us can grow in this area of confidence. So and if we, wi- if we grow in confidence, we're going to be able to lead more effectively. Jesus led with so such great confidence. In yeah. fact, I've heard the phrase, uh, instead of confidence, it's a Godfidence. Yes. There was something that was rooted inside of him that allowed him to walk in such power and authority, and it didn't come from himself. And so today, that's what we're going to be talking about, is how to have this confidence that comes from God. So what did Jesus have that helped him lead with confidence? The first thing that he had was he had eternal affirmation. And that's the number one thing we need as leaders and especially as we're leading spiritually and modeling what it looks like to have a relationship with Jesus. It's having this eternal affirmation. And it goes deeper. It's it's not necessarily, it's not external. It doesn't come from people. Uh, Although that feels good every once in a while when you get that attaboy, attagirl, a pat on the back. It's definitely not something that will solve this inner desire to be affirmed. And God put that in us so that we could experience the affirmation that only he can provide, but it's eternal. So it's God's word over our lives that really speaks to our identity as a creation of God, as a child of God. And every single one of us need that eternal affirmation on a daily basis. Yeah. This is when I can tell that I'm I'm not spending as an, enough time in God's word that's just affirming who I am in him is when I start to have insecurity creep up and it starts showing up and manifesting in different ways. That's when I know I need to get the affirmation from my father because I'm I'm having some things that are are pushing some buttons in me and the only answer to that is my eternal affirmation that I get from God. I read this quote uh, last week, and it really spoke to me. It says, if we saw ourselves the way God sees us, we would never walk in insecurity or doubt another day. Mm. 
And I just believe that with all of my heart that every single day, if we just go to God with, for our eternal affirmation, I believe it's going to help us not walk in insecurity and not walk in doubt. It's going to boost us up and we're going to know exactly who we are in him. It's so true. And the way that Jesus exhibited this is just so powerful because he would actually walk around. People would say, wow, he's not like the teachers of the law. Exactly. He's one that teaches with authority. Yes. And I think that his authority was attached to his relationship to the father. Right. And that, that eternal significance that God had put on his life and that, that, that identity that he walked in. I mean, when he got baptized, the voice of the father came and said, this is my son Mm. whom I love, whom I'm well pleased. There's something about hearing God's voice speak over your life that gives Mm. you such a deep rootedness rootedness it's it's That's really a, 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 fi- a foundational thing it's in the foundation of your life and when yeah. you've got that foundation right you can really kind of like really kind of exude this confidence yeah. that we're talking about the, the second thing that jesus did that we can develop as we want to be a confident leader is to be mission-minded yes jesus was on mission he knew his purpose he knew his why yeah and and he was able to lead from that so confidently, even when there was great opposition. Mm. I think sometimes our our lack of confidence might come out when the pressure's on, when the heat is turned up, when difficulty arises. Those are the moments when confidence is really noted the most because other people would be scared in that moment. Other people would be fearful, yet there's something in a confident leader who's mission-minded who just says, I know I've been called to this. Yeah. That's good. Uh, there, there was a, a a prophet that came in the book of uh, Acts. It was actually in the city of Ephesus, and he came and he took off Paul's belt from his waist. He wrapped it around his wrist, and he said, "Hey, I'm speaking by the Spirit of God here. The person who's wearing this belt, and he knew it was because he just took it off. And prophets got to be all dramatic like that and stuff. <laughs> and he said, he said it's going to be tied up like this, and." Paul still went to Rome. Mm. He knew he was going to be facing prison time. Mm. The pro- the prophetic word had come. It had mm. confirmed what God had already spoken to him, but he was on mission. Mm. He had this confidence to go in and conquer every single bit of ground and territory when he's mission-minded. I want to encourage you as a leader, let that mission drive you to have the confidence that you need to lead effectively, to lead strongly. And listen, you, when you know what your mission is Mm. you have goals that then arise out of it and goals get you out of bed in the morning i mean goals wake you up man they put your feet on the floor and you know that you can do it because you have this greater level of confidence because of your purpose and knowing your why that's so good that's so good and so another thing that jesus had that allowed him to walk in this confidence was continuous growth And we as leaders, we need to continuously be growing every single day. I've heard it said multiple times a day, you can't give what you don't have. And so if we're going to lead people, then we have to have something to offer. We have to have value that people want. We've got to be adding value to people's lives. Well, we can't add value to people's lives if we don't, if we're not giving, if there's not something in us that other people want. And if we're staying connected to the unlimited resource, God, then we should have always have something to give to others. And I love this about Jesus because Jesus didn't skip this process. The Bible says that he grew 
in wisdom and stature yeah. and in favor with God and man. That's and powerful. he's he's God. That is powerful. He's God. He could have tr- he could have just jumped over that. He yeah. grew. He grew. He could have chosen to just be like I've got it all. I'm just going to I'm, I'm, I'm God. I've got it. Like I'm God. Yeah, I'm God. So I've got it. I'm going to be born with it. I'm going to come on earth and be be given everything right when I get here. But he didn't. He chose to work the process so that he knows exactly the process that we're feeling, that, that we're walking through. But he grew in wisdom. He grew in stature. He grew in favor with God and men. And that is a responsibility that God has called all of us to as well, is to grow. Yeah. And so leaders are readers. Leaders are consuming things. We're consuming the word. We're spending time with God. We're around other people. Can I tell you, the the people that you spend the most, the five people you spend the most time with, that's really going to determine your future. So look at those around you and see, are they the type of people that are challenging you? They're inspiring you. They're pushing you forward. They're not holding you back. And then also becoming that person that challenges other people, that inspires other people. And that's so, so important that we continue to grow and and that we don't let anything hold us back. So good. Jesus also, if you're taking notes, this is the fourth thing right here. He had the freedom to say what needed to be said. Mm. He was not afraid to say what needed to be said in that moment. I can think of countless times where Jesus said really tough things in love. In love. I mean, when when the 5,000 people he had just fed were now going to leave without really receiving everything that he was teaching in that moment, he turned to his disciples and said, do you guys want to leave too? Mm. Because he said in his teaching, he said, hey, now that I fed you bread, okay, now I'm the bread of life. You got to eat my flesh and drink my blood mm. if you're going to be my disciples. And he turns to his disciples and says, you guys want to leave too? Mm. Why, don't y'all, why don't y'all hit the road over there? You know, because he knew that he had to challenge them in that moment for them to reach the potential that they needed in their lives. That's good. And leaders that walk in confidence, they're not afraid to say what needs to be said. Yeah. First of all, they're not afraid to invite people to be a part of their mission. Like, hey, I'm on mission. I'm going to invite you to be a part of it. Confidence comes out with the ask, with the invite, with the with the time that you just you just engage with people and you invite them into that moment and say, I've got something really exciting. I believe that you could be a part of it. Would you like to join me in this mission? So it's so important to be able to be confident to say what needs to be said. But you also have to be able to say the hard truths. The hard truths, man, some of the leaders that I respect the most in my life are the people who really called me to the Mm. carpet when I needed to be called there. It's true. We've heard it said before, it's it's a come to Jesus meeting, you know, leaders who are not afraid to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Everybody knows it's there. Everybody sees what's going on. Leaders are people who are confident enough to just step into that role of authority and just walk in it because God has given it to you. Yeah. Jesus was not afraid to even rebuke and correct his disciples. Rebuke. I mean, that's a word right there. That's a word. And it doesn't feel good. Rebuke does not feel good in the moment. And it's hard to do as a leader. But you know what? If you are going to call someone to their next level, sometimes it it calls, it requires some rebuke. And listen, the word of God gives us instruction to do this. It says every single verse of scripture is useful for teaching, rebuking, rebuking. Correecting, correcting, and training in righteousness. 
So there are times where it's appropriate. And you could do that with confidence and humility. Yes. Confidence and humility are not oxymorons. Right, right. They're not a, a, mm -mm. a conflict a good, with each other. Good. Okay. That's good clarification. Confidence and humility go together. Together. And you can be a confidently and humble person all yeah. at the same time. And if you're leading someone and it does require a moment of correction, a moment of rebuke, people can tell when you're coming from a place of humility and love. Yeah. Saying, you know, I don't, you, you remember the, what our parents used to say, you know, this hurts me more than this hurts yes. you. Yes. And it's like, whatever. But now I get it. I get it. They didn't want to spank us. They didn't want to get onto us, but because they loved us, they had to share and teach us and train us in the way that we should go so that we're good adults. And it's the same thing even with my kids nowadays. There's times where my, my kids are mad at the call that I'm making because I'm I'm telling them this is the way it has to be done and they don't like it. And you know what? I look them in the eye and say, I love you, but you know what? I love you and that's why I'm telling you, you yeah. have to do it this way or this is how we have to act in these moments because I, I care and I want the best for you and I'm okay with you being mad at me right now. I'm actually okay. You know what? Sometimes I get mad at the people that are hard on me at first because it doesn't feel good. At first, you're kind of like, ooh, I don't like that. But you know what? I turn God turns that around, and I end up loving those people the most because the people that are, are strong with me, the people that are willing to have the courage to challenge me. To say the hard things. To say the hard things. They love me, man. They love me more than the people that are just going to flatter me and be like, oh, you're so great. And you're so wonderful all the time. Like, so I know that's not true. So let me follow it up with a question then to you. Okay? Yeah. So if you're doing this, if you're kind of exhibiting this correction in leadership with a team member, do you have any just practical tips? Just just things that really we kind of like just latch hold of and say, oh, I can put that into practice. I know for me, that's pr probably one of the hardest things to do is walk into a, a conversation where I a know corrective a corrective conversation. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's not fun. It feels, it's just, it can be awkward. So one of the ways that I go into it many times is I give people the benefit of the doubt. So I don't treat them as guilty. I speak to them with love and respect and I really ask them to help me understand. Help me understand. So that's help a me. practical way. It's a practical it's way. A, it's a question you ask and you just say, hey, help me understand. Yeah. So I can understand what happened because maybe I missed something. There was, and and this is why like real leadership, it's, it's required so that things don't get dropped over and over again because we need to hold people accountable and there, there should be clear expectations that need to be verbally, sometimes written and given, saying, I, expect, I expected this, this was the role, and this was what was expected. This did not get done at the time that we agreed upon. It's, it's important that you have that follow-up conversation that says, help me understand. Now, there could be a legitimate reason why something didn't happen, and many times, it's not legitimate. Yeah. <laughs> Many times it's prioritizing or, or things like that, but going into that conversation with help me understand and that loving, that's a very practical thing. Something else that I found that's helpful is to clarify kind of your role in that moment. You know, leaders wear different hats. Yeah. And so, so you can even just use that way of phrasing it and say, Hey, you know how sometimes I have this friend hat on, you know, sometimes I have this, this teaching hat on, you know, sometimes I have this managerial hat on. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to put a different hat on right now, if that's okay with you and yeah. just kind of let them know, Hey, 
this is what's coming. And when you put that hat on, be sure that you're in that role fully involved. I have a problem with maybe joking sometimes when joking yeah. is not appropriate. Right. And so if I put that corrective hat on, I can't tell a joke in the middle of it to kind of lighten and it up a little bit. And that's your personality too. Yeah, it's, it's my personality. To joke around like, I just and like to soften kinda... the mood. But yeah, it, it, it shows respect when you stay with the role that you're And they gonna, get confused. You don't want to yeah. confuse somebody in that yeah. kind of a moment. You want to be very clear with them. This is what we're doing right now. Let me just speak to this. Can I throw it back? Let me give you an example with this. Because when we were ministry school directors, you're, you're constantly just like switching hats all the time. And so there would be times we're hanging out with all the young adults and it was great and we're having fun. And then they would ask us permission to do something that went against like the, the boundaries or, or the time frame of, Hey, can I stay out past curfew? Hey, can, and it's like, it went from, Hey, we're, we're eating chips and salsa and we're having fun and we're okay. I, I got to change my hat on you right now. Because right now we're hanging out, but I, I do have to change my hat on you. Because just because I'm having fun and hanging out, it doesn't mean that I'm going to bend the rules in this moment. Yeah. And so it was just like, and you have to be willing to do that as a leader if you're going to continue to challenge and inspire so people. So those are some real practical things as we're kind of wrapping up this point. Yeah. That the freedom to say what needs to be said. That's so good. So the next thing that Jesus had was walking in authority. And this is where, this is, this is the real practical, how do you physically carry yourself? What does a confident leader look like? Because it was obvious. It was obvious to the people, like Jeremiah was saying early on, that people could look at Jesus and say, man, he doesn't, he doesn't act like all the other religious leaders. He doesn't teach like the other religious leaders. So there, there, I believe it was the words that he was speaking. He was speaking the word of God, but I also believe it was the way that he carried himself and people could see that it was very obvious that there was something different about Jesus than other people that were just religious. Yeah. And so we as leaders, we need to walk in that authority. When we know, when we know that we have a mission that God has given us and we're a Affirmed by our heavenly father, then we should be carrying ourselves differently. So some practical things is, is looking people in the eye. And this is a skill that some people genuinely have to learn how to do. Now, I think it can go a little far and it can be a little creepy and too intense. So you have to learn this skill. If you've ever read the book, there's one book I want to recommend is how to talk to anyone. And she really dives into looking people into the eye in, in their eyes. And it's, it's, it's something that you can learn today. So looking people in the eye, standing up straight, sitting up tall. I mean, these are things that, you know, when I think back about that one gentleman who walk up, walked up to us and asked us, he was very slunched over. He wouldn't look us in the eye and he, he whispered. And that's another thing is speak clearly. Do not mumble. Don't mumble. Don't mumble. Speak clearly. These are all things that do not depend on personality. Now, I do think it's easier for some people to just project and talk and they're just, oh, you know, but so if you find yourself, you're a little bit shyer, you're a little bit more reserved. These are still skills that you can learn just by studying someone that is outgoing and extroverted or someone that it comes naturally to. So I want to encourage you if you're, you're like, oh, I could never be. Don't say that over your life. Say, I can do this. I can learn these skills. And when you walk in that authority, I believe people are going to be, they're going to be inspired by it. And I think that something that adds to the authority that we can walk in is authenticity. Yes. So authenticity adds to authority. Yes. Because, because you're walking out of a genuine place. You're not putting on a front. You're not acting some mm, way that you're good. not. 
You're, you're being real. Yeah. You're being transparent. And people can pick up on that. Yeah. Man, it just helps people so much really connect with you as a leader. Yeah. And the last thing is that Jesus was a relationship initiator. Yes. He was someone that went and reached out and touched people where they were and ministered in the moment mm. and talked to people directly and didn't wait for them to talk to you. Yeah. I, I think that confidence comes out when you could just walk into a room. You can just go up to anybody and you just start talking to them. Right. You know, that how to talk to anyone book. Yeah. I mean, just having that ability to initiate relationships. I mean, Jesus went up to people who were on their job. You right. Matthew was at the tax collector's booth. He was he was not a religious person or yeah. he wouldn't have been a tax collector. And then all of a sudden he said, hey, why don't you come and follow me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, all right. Yeah. And he just got up and left. Fishermen leaving their nets behind, leaving yeah. their father behind. Just be like, bro, I got this guy. Yeah. Jesus had this ability to initiate these kind of relationships with people and it went so mm. deep into people's lives. Yeah, and and just looking and being sensitive, God's going to lead us to some specific people that he wants us to go initiate relationship. And this once again going back to personality, it, it don't lean on don't wait for people to come up to you. So say, for instance, with church, we're not getting to meet physically right now. But when we get back to church, I want to encourage you. You don't have to be a greeter to greet people. That's right. And you don't have to wait for someone to come up to you and introduce themselves to make a new friend. Yeah. I'm, I'm just telling you right now, especially if you're a leader, if you're a dream team leader, a small group leader, or if you've been a part of a church for a while, I want to tell, I want to encourage you. You need to be the person that walks up to the person and and meets them, yeah. find out their name, ask them how long they've been going. And it, you might find out they've been going for a while, but be that person. I remember ever since I was younger, even when I was in high school or in school, I would, I would see kids that were all by themselves. And I always felt compelled to go and introduce myself and make a new friend, make sure they felt included. If they're sitting by themselves at the lunch table, I couldn't handle it. I just couldn't handle it. And, and they may, I might've gotten on their nerves a little bit and that's okay. But I just wanted to make sure that they felt like someone saw them and that's where it comes back down to it. Jesus made sure people felt seen, that they were noticed, and he initiated these relationships. And we can do it as well, and I believe we're going to be able to make a difference and include more and more people. What a great conversation. What a great time that we've had together. I hope that you've been encouraged and inspired. I hope that you've actually picked up some tools today, practically, that you can use in your real-life leadership uh, applications. And we want to encourage you. Go all the way. Grow as a leader. Yes. Keep pushing yourself to be everything that God has for you to be. Listen, we've enjoyed this at the Leadership Lab podcast. Hey, why don't you share this episode with somebody? Yes. Maybe you want to watch it uh, over, over a stream, over an online relationship with somebody and then have a conversation afterwards download the show notes get some conversations going talk to your leaders about this and i believe that we're all going to step up in our leadership to the next level thank you so much for joining us on the leadership lab podcast